Podcast. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Tar. Okay. A sports podcast. <laughs> I was like, Willie Gaines or Rock Talk. You can say his piece. It's an obnoxious podcast. You can always Yeah, it's Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. You're your host, I'm Buddha. It's your boy, Dylan, 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 Dylan. Really? Snells, aka Big Facts and Full of Facts. Yex, 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 yex. For the 218th time, what's up, fellas? You. What's going on? Zones? Now you ain't got nothing going on? You just dead? I said, yo, I'm good. What you want What I you want from me? I'm good. I hate you. I didn't hear him either, bro. Damn, cuz. I'm good, fam. What are we talking about? Well, shit, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Well, I mean, it's not right now, but it's, it's about, to, it's about to, be. to be Super Bowl Sunday. Like, we got the Rams and we got the Bengals. The Cinderella shit. story. What What are y'all thoughts, man? Bengals are going to win. Shit. Bengals are gonna win. All right, let me not say it. First off, you don't go against the Simpsons. That's that's number one. First and foremost. That was you know, oh, that was that was photoshopped. That was fake. For real? Damn. Yeah. Took, the Bengals are about to lose. Yeah, they took they took three separate images from different uh episodes and they just pieced them together and just like Google arted the score at the bottom. That's dumb. Oh, wow. That's dumb lit. Um, so I, I, I tend to, I tend to kind of stray away from the main narrative. Um, a lot of what I'm hearing is that it's the Rams Super Bowl to lose and blah, blah, blah. And I, I mean, all that sounds great. All that sounds great. I'm not going to lie. Um, the Rams do have the best roster in football. If you want to talk about top to bottom, I can agree to that. Um, however, I wouldn't sleep on the Bengals, dog. The Bengals, the hardest team in the in the league right now. Eh? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't sleep on the Bengals, man. Like, not only that, I, I've always thought that the Bengals had, especially after everything got put together. I think a quarterback does a lot for a team. Um, they was always a talented team. They always, they just needed a quarterback. I think Joe Burrow has proven time and time again that he can be that quarterback. He is that quarterback, um, and he makes the roster better. I think as a as a defense, you play a little bit more free, knowing you got a quarterback that can get you back in the game. I think as an offense, you play a little bit more loosely, knowing you got a quarterback that can lead you down the field. Um, I feel like we have spent a lot of time talking about the Rams' talent. Um, 
And the Rams, they don't get it wrong. They have a lot of talent, but we cannot sleep on the Bengals. I just, I, I, it's just shocking to me how much we're not talking about the Bengals. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just because it's the Bengals, and maybe that's just their their history or whatever or reputation, blah blah blah. But they nice. Yeah, I know. I I find myself in such a struggle for who I want to root for. Um, right, like I'm Joe Man. I'm super happy that this is the Super Bowl. Cause like I can literally just sit back and enjoy the fuck out of this game. Like, nah, you could have enjoyed. Because I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be mad like either way. You know what I'm saying? No matter how it turns so you'd out. Have been mad if Tom Brady would have got one. You'd have been mad. No, but I think I think if he was in there, there'd be like more of a a reason to root for an opposition. Haters. Be, you understand what I'm Haters. saying though. But like that's one of those things where in this like I have no dog in the fight at all, one way or another. So like I can just enjoy this shit. But you know I want Stafford to get a ring. I want I right. want Ramsey to get a ring. I want Donald to get a ring because you know I don't know how long this team gonna be together like that to where they may have many more opportunities. So right, fuck them. And then you got, and then you got the Bengals, who have been this incredible story, and you know Joe, Joe Burrow doing like the impossible, you know, fucking Heisman national champion, uh, got his t- rookie, got his rookie t- season gets his ACL, MCL, PCL, all the CLs blown, gone out of there. His very next year back to the Super Bowl. It shows you how oh. much draft is very important. Uh, he has what is does he have one of his left tackles? Oh, right, one of his tackles isn't it from also from LSU? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, they went and got your one of your tackles that you played with, your number one wide receiver. Like the man is yeah. so comfortable, and it shows. You know what they I'm saying? Play, like, they play with such swag, bro. And that kicker is cold. That kicker is ice cold, bro. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Another another reason why I think the Rams might be in the in some trouble. Um T Higgins. Um listen. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be very honest with you here. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and maybe I'll be proven wrong. And I usually don't like saying these types of things because when I when I do get proven wrong, somebody somewhere has got something to say. But fuck it, <laughs> there is there is extreme amounts of pressure on the Rams to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, last year last year, even though the game was in Tampa Bay, there was pressure on the Chiefs. I have said time and time again that I don't believe Mahomes is the best performer under pressure. I think he's good. I think he's good in particular situations that we call pressure. I'm not going to lie to you. Overtime at your, at your crib isn't necessarily pressure. Right. I think right. that, I think, I think there's people, who can, there's people who can perform in that, but I think real pressure is when you're supposed to win and you're in an element where you're usually not going to win. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about the history of the Rams real quick. Let's talk about the main guys that we're leaning on for the Rams to win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cooper cup, no offense to cup, he hasn't been proven under pressure yet. I just want to put that out there. 
That's number one. Especially now that OBJ's there, there's really no pressure on him because he's not even the best receiver on his team. No offense, Coop. You're great. You're just not the best receiver on your team. Secondly, we've seen Jalen Ramsey fold under pressure before. He's a great player. He has created some big plays in his lifetime. But let's be honest, we've seen him fold under pressure. Aaron Donald, there has been big games where he hasn't been there. Now, I know everybody's going to talk about double-team this and double-team that. Aaron Donald has seen double-team since he's been in high school. If he's not used to that by now, that's bullshit. So I don't want to run with that. Matthew Stafford has been on a trash, has been on trash teams. I will admit to that. However, Matthew Stafford has shown that he can fold under pressure. Now, here's the reason why I think this home field doesn't matter is because San Francisco has literally owned the Rams on their own home field. I think that matters. I also feel that Stafford, in a sense, was saved by that D-line because San Francisco's O-line isn't the best pass-defending O-line. And when San Francisco had to pass, the game turned around a little bit. San Francisco could have just been easily been in the Super Bowl as well. Now, all that being said, I look at the Bengals. The Bengals haven't had anything to lose since the season has ended. There's literally no pressure on them because they didn't have to be there. That's number one. Number two, all of those guys who are main guys on that team, they all played big-time college ball recently. So SoFi ain't going to mean shit. SoFi ain't going to mean shit to Burrow, who's from LSU, Chase, who's from LSU, T. Higgins, who's from Clemson. You see what I'm saying? Mixon, who played for Oklahoma, big-time ball. You know what I mean? People don't understand. University of Pittsburgh, there are no slashes either. Those games, those are big game environments. You got young guys. You got Jesse Bates over there. Yeah. You, where is Bates from? I don't even know. Wake Forest, I believe. Okay. So Wake, for, Wake Forest might be kind of shaky. He's, he's played in some big game atmospheres, but not at home. Let's put it that way. So you got young guys who are fresh off of big game nerves, and they just played in one of the loudest stadiums in the history of sports and came back down three scores. No pressure, bro. <laughs> There's no pressure on the Bengals, bro. Bengals just go out there and play. It's the Rams that got to win more than anything. The Rams I, got, you got the dogs. You got the paper, best team on paper. You bro, got quarterback, the receivers, the D-line. The, it's, the not even, it's not even just the best team on paper. It's the best team in your face. Look at that team, bro. Like, have you ever just taken time to just look at the Rams when they're on the field, bro? Like, just look at them motherfuckers, bro. That's a fucking team, dog. Bro, Leonard Floyd? Bro, that is, listen, top to bottom, bro, that is a, that's a squad. You see what I'm saying? And I, I just, pressure, bro, pressure matters, dog. Pressure really matters. I'm telling you, dog. And teams fold, bro. Think about it, dog. Listen, I think, I, think, I, think Jamar, I think Jamar Chase about to win uh, this offensive rookie of the year right now. Listen, I'm going to give you a perfect example. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Nine times out of ten, maybe ten times out of ten, if you took that Atlanta Falcons team and gave them a 28-3 lead versus that Patriots team, they win. Why did they lose that Super Bowl? Pressure. <clears throat> Period. Any crazy thing that's happened in the Super Bowl, it's pressure, bro. 
Some people perform under it, others don't. And if you ever realize, it's always a random that makes the big play. It's not because they random, it's because they used to that shit. They used to that shit. People are like, oh my gosh, like Eli Manning, how did he perform under pressure? Bitch, he's a Manning. He pressure, bitch. He got to do nothing, but be out there. Bro, he was just chilling and playing, and his brother is Peyton. Bitch, he ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> Jamar Chase, offensive you- rookie of the year, officially. Yeah, that is, bro. They, the Patriots were seventeen and zero, bro. You want to talk about pressure? Come on, dog. Like, think about something as simple as we play Madden. Right. We play Madden in our little league. Think about how differently you would play a Super Bowl being seventeen, sixteen, and one, or sixteen and two, and versus when you're an undefeated team and you're trying to get you trying to get that undefeated season just on Madden. You don't even play the same. You don't even play the same. You play differently. Once you get that first loss, you're like, oh, fuck it. It is what it is, bitch. I'm balling now. Come on, dog. And this is video games we talking about. We ain't talking about making money. We ain't talking about a league. We ain't talking about we out on the field. We ain't talking about no championship. We're talking about video games. Come on, dog. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I, I ain't going to sit here and say I'm, I'm going to put all my money on the Bengals, bro. But the Bengals ain't got shit to lose. Oh, I'm definitely putting my money on the Bengals. Nope. What do you have to lose? Ain't got nothing to lose, dog. Ain't got nothing to lose. If they lose, the team's still together. Joe Burrow still had a good-ass year. We ain't going to sit there and be like, damn, the Bengals trash. But, bro, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, this could go down as one of the best Super Bowls in total, totality of all time. Because you get this bomb-ass game with, you know, what should be a bomb-ass halftime show with Dr. Dre, Snoop, Dr. Dre, Snoop, uh, Eminem, Mary J. Blige. Um, oh, shit. And, uh, oh, there's another. Kendrick. Oh, they about to go crazy. Well, you yeah. know, you want to know what else is going to make that concert really interesting, So, so you know we'll probably get 50 Cent. Yeah. And and uh, honestly, we're gonna see songs that Snoop Dogg's never performed before, because he yeah. owns Death Row now. Yeah. And yeah. he just dropped that new album. Oh, so man. there's gonna I'm be excited, songs we've bro. never heard before. That's just about to be dumb. So like, so you know like, what I'm saying? So like, in totality. Be- so like, if we get this crazy game plus this crazy halftime show. It's like, oh man, it's one for the ages in that stadium in a five billion dollar stadium. Oh, and don't let you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And you're playing at the crib. It's very different from Tampa Bay, bro. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, Tampa Bay. Woo, 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 woo. It's the same shit. I'm like, it is not the same uh, shit. Because well, there, was no, there was no pressure on had, Tampa Bay at the crib. And you're in they LA. Like, they only had like 20,000 in attendance, too, because they had to do a bunch of cardboard cutouts as well. So, yes. like, it was just it's different. Not only, not only is it different, but think about it, though. Nobody had Tom Brady going over there the first year. Nobody had that team going there year one. Micah Parsons, no, defensive rookie of the year. Nobody. And if somebody wanted to tell me different, I know you on some shit. Right. Man, right. I don't know, bro. I, I I I might be proven wrong, but I'm putting that out there right now, bro. Rams. <laughs> hey, I'm just the one thing the one thing that scares me are those trenches. Because that Our, what, is offensive what? line, the trenches, 
because uh-huh. that 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 Bengals offensive line is horrible, and mm-hmm. this defensive front nine sacks. Because now you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller coming from two different directions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, they guys in the middle straight too. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. You talk about day something something day. Joseph Day. Yeah, Joseph Day, yeah. So if, you start throwing, so if you start forcing unbalanced throws and you got Jalen Ramsey out there. So I, yeah. I say this much. I say this much. Although the Bengals offensive line is not the best passing, they're a pretty damn good run blocking team. And Fair. teams have been successful on the run against the nine, I mean against the, the Rams. So I think if they stay consistent and keep things mixed up, I think, you know, it might it might be a little different. I think they might be able to do something with it. I, I and then on top of that too, like the one thing I've learned about Super Bowls, bro, and and you know, just being just being so personally invested in a lot of them, none of that ranking stuff matters, bro. You game planning for two weeks, dog. You game planning for two weeks, you got one more game left. You ain't got to worry about divisional opponents. You ain't got to worry about a short week. You ain't got to worry about none of that, bro. That ranking shit don't mean nothing. Because if that ranking stuff mattered, Patriots wouldn't have six Super Bowls. We'd probably have like three. Because there's some teams that we played that we shouldn't even been on the field with, no offense to our teams. But there's some, te- there's some teams that we played that it should have been a wash. Like that Seahawks team that we beat, that's probably one of the best Super Bowl losing teams in history. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really look at the numbers, they should have washed us. But we kept up. And if you look at it in the reverse, that 17-0 team, that Giants team barely got in. They snuck in wild card because another team lost. Dude, weren't they like 7-9? and 9-7. Nine? Nine and they were 9-7. and seven. Nine and seven? They were 9-7. and seven, And we beat them week 17. And because we beat them, they were literally watching other games to make sure that they got in through the wild card. Wow. Exactly, bro. They beat a seven. They first off, they made a run. They won three to get there, and then won against an undefeated team that was literally number ones across the board. The rank, the ranking thing, don't it don't it don't really matter like that, bro. And and honestly, the Bengals have a really good coaching staff. And I don't know how I like. I don't know how much I feel about like McVay in these big games, bro. Because he be folding sometimes too. His that his that do be folding. Cause they folded. He about to fold good. I mean, he fold. He folded against the Patriots. That's for sure. He about to fold good. Yeah, he folded hard against the Patriots. Hard. Cause that Rams team was nice too. Even though you know people blame Jared Goff, which is funny to me because they blame Jared Goff, right? But we give we give McVay the credit for being the one that was calling the plays for Goff and telling him what to do, but we take it away from him. When they lose that game, right? How does that work? It doesn't. I mean, so you know, we gonna see, bro. What do you think, Willie? What you think about what you think about this this Super Bowl? How you think it's gonna play out? I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I really can't be like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a definitive winner, and I think that's what makes it. Um, I think that's what makes it better than anything. Because usually, you know, in a Super Bowl, it's like, oh, the Chiefs are going to win, or this team is going to win, or the Patriots are going to win. Patriots, or, Patriots like, or it's usually the Patriots, bro. Act like you know. 
stop acting stupid. Boy. You know, usually this, this, that. It's usually somebody, <laughs> and then you know what I'm saying. That's not know. always. There were teams that we played where we were the underdogs, bro. Don't do that. He's saying a bunch of other teams as if it's a bunch of other teams going to the Super Bowl for real. And it's really like. I mean, uh-huh. NFC had a bunch of teams going. Uh-huh. Um, but they were on that. Like, it's, you know, it's Tom. I feel you, but my bad. Like, <laughs> He's such it. an asshole, Tom. <laughs> my fault. We only went to like 13 of them bitches. Like, something like that. <laughs> we good. What's, uh, what's our next topic? Oh. My bad. No, we're still on the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, you just, oh just be staring at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if Willie was done because you would cut whatever. I didn't know if he was if he was done talking. Oh yeah, I'm good. My bad. Oh okay. Um. Yeah. So I mean, if if y'all want to go ahead, I mean, we can make the official pick on it. Unless you guys have anything else about the Super Bowl. Nah. All right. So it's gonna go. Willie, Nels, me, and then Dylan. So, Willie, you're going to give me the pick, and then you're going to give me your total points uh, scored. And then whoever goes after, you can't choose within three of any number chosen. So, I have... um, Go for it. I'm going to go with the Rams, and my score, total score will be 65. 65. Okay. So... Nels, who you got? All right, bro. You know me believing in Juju vibes. You know what I mean? I want the Bengals to win, but I'm going Rams, baby. Hopefully my Juju vibes carry over and they uh, lose. Uh, <laughs> and, and, your, and your total points. <laughs> total points mm-hmm. is going to be... Uh, <laughs> let's go 67. That's within three. You can't be within three. Of 65. Damn, who said 65? Willie. Willie, that's Man, bullshit, bro. You ain't listening to Naka. I ain't listening to shit. So give me another point total. To 69. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a high ass game. All right, so I am going to go with the Bengals here. Um... I'm going to go with the Bengals. I got them winning 27-23, so 50. Nice. Dylan. Not the Bengals. Not the Bengals. It's going to be 52. That's within three of 50. What you had? My was 50. 50? 58. 58. All right, gentlemen, best of luck to you. Best of luck to you, Jay. Sure. What are we talking about? Well, a lot of shit went down in the NBA if y'all want to discuss that. Yeah, well, it's... Oh, you want me to run through? Oh, I got hella shit. So, we can start with... um, We'll start with the boring shit first. Well, I won't say boring because... You know, all trades are important to the right, team. Boring, you're boring, boring. Keep, keep going. Anyway. Boring like so, you said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boring-ass <laughs> trades. We're not about to go through them. So the main trades that y'all need to know is that 
Marvin Bagley finally got traded. That boy been over. That boy been with Massa for a long time, man. Right, Massa. Bull Bull was traded to the Magic. Goran Dragic will be pretty much released, and well, he was traded to the Spurs, and he's gonna get bought out and be a free agent. I didn't even uh, know Dragic was in with Miami anymore. <laughs> the Clippers made some trades, um, and Serge Ibaka went to the Bucks. Yeah, that's a good Montrezaro went to the Charlie Hornets for Vernon Carey, who was a young center out of Duke and Ish Smith. Um, a secret, uh, a quiet trade that the uh, Suns made today. The Suns traded for Aaron Holiday, who is uh, the younger brother of um, Drew Holiday. Mm. Is that is that a big deal because he's good, or is it a big deal because he's Drew Holiday's brother? No, he's um he's a pretty good guard, pretty right, good yeah. um defensive guard. Um, yeah, ma- major trades for today is um, Christoph Porzingis. He was traded to the Washington Wizards for Spencer Dibwitty and Davis Bertans. But I mean, they saw that boy. They said they sent that boy to the Gulag. That's crazy. <laughs> they really <laughs> did though. The gulag. <laughs> then you know the biggest trade of the day. You know it was crazy because a lot of stuff had been going. Well, back hold on, forth. pause, pause, Willie. Before you say that, because I want you to you know be able to get all your shit in. Just wanted to announce Joe Burrow officially uh, comeback player of the year. Yes, sir. He is all the live updates. It's all written in the stuff. All right, so here you go, Willie. The the big ones. So, so I think. Well, this this is the major trade of the day. It was Paul Millsap and James Harden for Ben Simmons, um, Seth Curry, and two second round picks. And Drummond. Don't forget my boy Andre. and Andre Drummond, mm. which solidifies, you know. The Nets center position, well, kind of what they needed because they needed a center. They needed a big, for real. But I think it's interesting, though, you know, if, if Ben comes and he plays right away or if he plays, you know, by, by the time it's playoffs, you know, I think that could be something that's interesting, you know, because now he doesn't have to be somebody that is – he doesn't have to score. I mean, I feel like he'll definitely play before playoffs because you definitely want to get that chemistry going. Yeah. But but I think it was interesting. Sorry. Go ahead. I th- I think it was interesting because um earlier in the day Steve Nash you know he said he didn't expect Harden to be traded. You know they didn't expect any trades to be made, and then all of a sudden there were rumblings like oh James Harden's not going to resign. James Harden wants to trade. James Harden is eager to go to the Seventy Sixers, and then all of a sudden like about fifteen minutes later, James Harden was a Seventy Sixer. James Harden been getting what he wanted to do. So, this, so, so this is this is this is my thing, y'all. All right, I've I've been I've been analyzing this for for quite some time. Um, yeah. I've been looking at this situation for quite some time. I think this trade has the potential to be one of the more even, probably one of the more important trades in recent NBA history, and I'll explain why. 
Harden, Durant, and Kyrie wasn't going to work. I think that the three of them together would have hurt each other's legacy. Um, primarily more because of Harden and Kyrie's game being a little too similar. Kyrie was fine with taking that back, taking that back road and being the shooting guard while Harden was that point guard. But to be honest with you, Kyrie is at his best as a point guard. Um, Harden, Harden cannot play with another dominant backcourt mate. If you can't make it work with Chris Paul, you can't make it work with anybody. Nobody. I'm sorry, bro. Um, Harden played his best basketball with when Chris Paul was hurt and freaking what's the name of the center that they had over there in, in Houston? Capella. When, and Capella was on a bean and all he was doing was pick and rolls. Catching lobs, man. Right. Now. He was catching lobs. Now. And beat ain't doing that shit. Kevin Durant. And, and and Harden, everybody thought, was going to work because of their relationship before. I need people to understand that people change. Durant okay. from OKC is not Durant in New Jersey. I know. Durant was chasing something in OKC. He got it in Golden State. And Durant That's now the standard. He knows exactly who he is and what he wants, and there's no longer... He's completely in control now. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work with this with this Harden. It's just not. I'm sorry. Ain't um, not gonna put it for that long. Um. Furthermore, furthermore, and I ain't even get to the social aspect of it yet. Um, Ben Simmons' career was about to go down the fucking drain because Easily. his ass can't shoot. He needs shooters. He's better in the post, and Beat is the main post guy. <laughs> now you put him on the team. God bless you where he's got shooters, and there is no post-threat whatsoever. He doesn't have to be the point guard, per se. He can be your second point guard. He can get the ball to Kyrie. He can get his assist numbers up. He knows how to get the ball in the pocket of those guys. There's a really good chance that Simmons takes his game to to the upper echelon that it's supposed to be. This team that he's on is the most similar so when he was playing his best ball in high school, when he was playing with Montverde, this team is very similar to. And I think he's going to enjoy himself there. Lastly, Embiid just extended his career with Harden. Because every time Embiid has been hurt is when he's had to shoulder the load as the only offensive playmaker. And your center shouldn't be your offensive playmaker. He's outside. He's in the perimeter. He's taking the ball to the basket. He's taking his lumps. People are like, he's injury prone. All right, bet. Let me give you another foot and let me add another 80 pounds to your frame and you fall down three, four times a game and you tell me how your body can handle it. When we ever seen Shaq on the ground? When we ever seen Akeem Olajuwon on the ground? When we ever seen David Robinson on the ground? It didn't happen. And beat is on the ground more than guards. Get your bitch ass up there, Lucky Charm. You know what I'm saying? So now that he's got a hardened, Guess what Embiid can do? Calm the fuck down, take a couple of shots, catch a lob or two, set some picks, because he knows that the pick is going to be more serious now because he's got a guy who can shoot. He's got a guy who can score. He's got a guy who can set him up where he needs to be set up. 
You see what I'm saying? So mm. I feel like these trades work perfectly. And Harden can't flourish in Brooklyn. You ever been to Brooklyn? Brooklyn's great, but ain't shit for Harden to do in Brooklyn, man. Fuck. No strip clubs in Brooklyn. Fuck. Bitch came, <laughs> bitch just came from Houston. Bitch, the fuck? You need to be in Philly. Go to Philly and hang out with Meek Mill, see some ass shape. Go to the hood. All right? Invite little baby up there. You can't do that. In, you can't do that in gentrified Brooklyn. No offense, Brooklynites, but you know, tra- traffic is a bitch in New York. You know what I mean? In Philly, the Philly is a little bit more. You know, it's a little free flowing. You can kind of be low key in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, this train right now, bro. Y'all don't. <laughs> this shit's about to be lit. The person who should be sweat right now is Giannis. Giannis should be sweat. I can't wait to see Ben Simmons give the Sixers buckets in these playoffs. Boy, man. listen, I'm telling oh, you, what if he's he done got lit. What if he's shooting? Hey, what if he's shooting three? Hey, if he's shooting the three in the playoffs, I'm going to be I'm Are you be ready? Crying. Are you ready for the best part as to why Ben Simmons is about to light it up? I think he's Good. leaving an Embiid who was talking shit, low-key under his Good. breath, doing all that shit on social media. And he's going to a guy like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving who encourage your ass to shoot. And your coach is Stevie Nash. Do whatever the fuck you want, bro. We don't even run offensive plays. We don't even have sets. He went from he Doc be, Rivers. He, he went from be Doc smart. Rivers, structured ass, run these play ass, Doc Rivers. No offense, Doc. You're one of my favorite coaches of all time. To Steve Nash, the creator of the modern day running gun offense, bro. This shit's about to be lit. He needs to, um, he needs to go back to just being a point, bro. Just a point, regular, just you know what I'm saying. Get your 20 assist a game, bro. Steve Nash is your coach. You got great ball skills, you tall as shit, bro. Bro, you exactly. He's 6'11, bro. Bro, this shit's about to be lit. You, you're gonna be easily able to get. A cool sixteen and ten, because Easy. you're gonna be able to get layups. Sixteen and ten, and ten and ten. But you can average a triple double. You're six eleven. Shit's about to be lit, bro. You should be able to get every rebound. You're gonna be one of the tallest guys on the court shit's every about time. Shit's about to be lit, bro. <laughs> no cap, bro. Yeah, man, that's my views on the trade, man. Everybody talking about who won. They both won. Fuck out of here. They both yeah. won. But league don't start till when now? One more, though. Oh, you, know the league, you know the league don't start until like 10 games after All-Star, 15 games after the All-Star. You know what it is. Exactly. Come on, baby. We'll wait till the All-Star, bro. Come on, dog. And then um, something interesting, though. KD sitting out two years in a row. KD sitting out of what? All star game. That ain't shocking. What I got? What I got to get hurt for? Well, no, I was just saying two years in a row. You know. Yeah, that's Man, just came back a terrible injury, but I wouldn't put that goofy shit either. Yeah, what I got? What I got to get hurt for? For y'all niggas who already talk shit about me, y'all can get hurt. Y'all can go with shit on Kyrie some more. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I wouldn't play neither. I'd be like, what? So to play for y'all who already talk shit about me? The fuck? All right. Fuck out of here. I ain't playing shit. You want me to play for who? For LeBron? The fuck? <laughs> what is that playing that game and get hurt? Even they're going to be the first one. Oh, this brother right here. 
But you now go into an all-star game. Yo, hurt <laughs> yourself. Come on, bro. Like, this man combined Stephen A. Smith and Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. Yeah, so man. I'm I'm disappointed in what Stephen A had to say about Kevin Durant. For those of y'all who don't know, he was saying, um, if I'm not mistaken, what he said, him going to New Jersey, he's now seen as the guy who went to join Kyrie instead of the guy who won two rings and two finals MVPs or whatever. He said, he said that's what people are going to say. That's not what he is saying. That's what people are going to say, which which what is what putting that idea people said. Right, exactly. Which is why this is what I think KD was attacking back at him for. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Here's why I'm disappointed in it. No cap. I'm disappointed in it because Stephen A said it. Right. Let somebody else say that. Not shit. because yeah. Not because he said it. Not because he said it. Because there's not there's not anything false in that. Yeah, everybody. No. There's not anything false in that because I feel like we've been saying that low key on this damn podcast. Oh, I mean, but no, he, I mean, what? Hold on, bro. Hold on. What we've been saying low key on this podcast? That. Well, when he first joined, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was definitely saying I thought he should have stayed in in Golden State. He I, mean, he I don't feel like it was a drop off though. Like it's like it been another situation where because I feel like with KD, look at the situation with KD. I feel like it's not fair for KD at the beginning because I feel like this is why I hate about us as people. On, on top of that, is he got shitted on for joining the team, but now he's getting shitted on for leaving the team at the same time. It's like. It's like, damn, you're in a team that was already, that didn't need you. And then you leave the team that didn't need you. And now it's like, damn, you left that team to go to this? It's like, damn, you came. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't Facts. in this league. Especially, especially if you're somebody of a Kevin Durant as, you know, stature or whatever. You're a superstar or a star at all. You average, 20, you average 20 or more, they on your ass for every little thing. And even if you do something to appease them, they'll be like, oh, shit. Let you not go be successful somewhere else? It's like, shit. You should have stayed your ass over where you was at. Y'all would have been hating on me right there in the first place. So I, mean, I oh go I ahead with it. My bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like look how they but no, like like I I think this is like a close example. But look how they were like crucifying um DeMar DeRozan. Although he was at the Spurs and he got traded, he didn't even ask like, you know, to get traded or whatever. And they were like, oh, my gosh, DeMar DeRozan, you know, he's falling off, you know. Can't, he's not, never going to be an all-star again, you know. He's not going to be an all-star in the West, all these things, you know. And then he started doing this. He started, he like, I think as, like, as you started playing again, as you started playing better, then the narrative started changing. Because now that he's at, like, now that he's in Chicago, everybody's like, oh, he's in the MVP hunt. Like, he's in the MVP race. Right. Like, I, feel like a, I feel like Stephen A. At the end of the day, though, I feel like Stephen A. Is that guy that he wants to be top news reporter in the, in ESPN. So it's like if anybody could have been the first one to say something, he wants to be that guy. So that when if it does happen, he could be the one that comes on. He's like, I was the one that came on this show, <laughs> and I said that it was Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? And then if, if Twitter gets to talking about it, then he'll be like, and that's what's going on now. And then I I called it a few months ago, and then. 
you know, I feel like he he's always playing. He's always carried himself in that level. It's like he has to be the top guy in all so, of, of all you know, analysts. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would say not exactly <clears throat> in that way. I think he's got to be the one to come with a hot take, and if it if yeah. it if it hangs, it hangs. Because I think like he'll never be he'll never be over Wojnowski. Wojnowski really be the one to to hit you with those with the news first. To be honest with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not as far as giving you the news, but like as far as these guys that are on TV, when this comes to having a debate, he likes to have the hot take to where like you could bring it back up when it when it eventually happens. Cause that's what you see with all these guys. I see it with Skip. I see it with, with with Sharp. They love to like they'll say things now and then it. You know what I'm saying? It always gets brought back up when things either go their way or it don't go their way. Absolutely. And and you and know I, that's that's. That take he definitely have wants that to play in his way if that were to happen because there's a possibility that it does fold and now he could say like damn Katie you could have been over there getting two three more rings yeah I mean at the end of the day you know the the bottom line is is that his take is just that a take and I mean regardless of if it's right if it's wrong whatever you know I think that like I said it just sucks that it's him because what he's uh-huh. saying does have legs. It's something that you can talk about. It's just we don't want to talk about it because it's Stephen A. Smith. You see what I mean? And and honestly, too, like, I ain't going to lie to you. As much as I love Kevin Durant as an athlete, I ain't got no time for my social media to be all, like, trafficked up by how you feel about it, bro. Kevin Durant, you are, mm-hmm. you're either the best player in the NBA or the second best player in the NBA. All we going to talk about is you, bro. And it don't mean everything we gonna say gonna be positive, bro. There's some parts. There's some parts. I don't think he has a problem with that though. Uh, I feel like he answers because he likes the interaction. I feel like people take. I feel like people take offense to him reacting to people because they feel like, oh, you're such a you such you're such in the high standard. You shouldn't care what people say. But it's like, why shouldn't I care what people say if I want to care what people if I want to interact like. Chad Ochocinco saying the same shit. Like some some people are in their stature like to interact with with fans. Like they just like to interact with what people say on Twitter. They like to interact with with people that have an opinion, especially if it's about them. You know, and I feel like everybody's different. There's guys that just don't answer to anything anybody say about them, and there's guys like they say something about them. I'm gonna respond to it. And I feel like he's one of those guys that makes social media a lot funner than, especially when it comes to celebrities and stuff. Like when it comes to them actually responding to fans, it could be a random fan, it could be an analyst. He's always willing to respond to any criticism. Does he, does he actually, in fact, respond to fans? Because I felt that way about him until he created a burner account. He created a burner account to defend himself. So I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's yeah. But I, at the end, I still feel like he willingly like likes to interact with people on social media, which is why he does it so much. Because I mean, they whether he does it or not, I'm still the best player. I'm still the best player in the league. Me talking to whether or not I respond to you or not doesn't mean like that doesn't negate that I think I am. It just tells you this is how I handle conflict type shit. Like I, everybody, I gotta, the conflict resolution or, or the way they address criticism from people on a social media level or any level. I, I would have to look at his correspondence on social media a little bit more. If he's responding to everything, I ain't got shit to say. If he's only responding to negative shit, which is what it seems like. Then I got something to say. I mean, no, I mean, but what, I mean, most people aren't responding. Like somebody say, "Okay, oh, he's the best." He's not. I'm, not. I'm sure he's not out there retweeting. Hey, thanks. You know what I'm saying? But like, if somebody says something big about him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying like you know what I'm saying. I'm like, at the end of the day, we're like, 
just because he responds to something, something that somebody says negatively on Instagram doesn't mean that he necessarily like, you feel me saying he's like crazy heard about it. Just like he like he knows what he knows how to use social media. Like when he says something, it gets hella retweets. Like he gets a he gain he garnishes a lot of attention off of it. But I feel like it's on the he plays social media the same way anybody else plays social media. He he tweets or responds to things just like Stephen A tweets in response to anything. And I feel like he's trying to I feel like we put too much like okay players should have this level of interaction on social media based on their status status and it's like who determines like that rule and and who it like applies to like just because lebron james doesn't sit there and respond to negative criticism on social media that means kd shouldn't oh. like you know, how do we determine like what is like determine something that players should do on social media and shouldn't such as like responding to people in criticism because they do it in the, they do it in a press conference. You make them do it when they finish the game, and we have to. They got to respond there too. I feel you. I just feel like at the end of the day, it's, it should be even, even response. I can't tell somebody what to do on social media. You know what I mean? I and I refuse to. It's just, I think you know, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be social, you got to be social all the way around. And it would be nice. If I compliment your ass on social media that you retweet and say thanks, bitch, I'm complimenting your ass. I think you're the best in the world. You ain't responding to me. I'm that's bull. Fuck, bitch. I said you're the best in the world. The hell. Yeah. <laughs> that shit would hurt my feelings more. If I say something negative and you respond to that, and I'm telling you that I think you nice with it. You can't even say thank you, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Good deeds get negated by fuck by goofy deeds all the time. All the time. You can do ten good things and one good thing can negate all that. That's life. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Well, if there's nothing else, <laughs> <I'll> wait. <laughs> He's right. about to go on for another fifteen until you say so. Oh, if y'all got, if y'all, oh, I, sorry, I thought y'all was done. Nah, bro, we waiting for you to come in and get us to shut up. <laughs> oh, I, I had nothing else to discuss, so I had nothing else to discuss. I was just letting y'all rock. Yeah, I don't think we have nothing else to discuss this week, man. Because, I mean, it's, it's about to be All-Star Weekend. There's not much to discuss as far as NFL. I mean, other sports, I mean, it's the Winter Olympics. I mean, there's nothing much super happening. Like um, Sean White, you know, they said this would be his last Olympics. He's a five-time Olympian, so I don't know. Yeah, kind of crazy because that means you've been doing you've been doing that for twenty years, bro. That's wild. Oh damn, that, that is, is wild sauce. But the crazy thing is, I think he's, I think he's not forty yet because he did his first Olympics when he was like sixteen. Um, I'm pretty sure. That makes sense. I mean that. Listen, Winter Olympics, unfortunately, yeah, he's thirty-five. Bro. Doesn't get the attention that it deserves. I think it's. Oh, yeah. I think it's still pretty cool. I do like some of the events. Some of the good things do get overshadowed. Like for example, we actually have a Jamaican bobsled team this year. Nobody's talking about that. Oh, that is lit. fucking lit. That. Hell yeah, that's that lit. shit is lit as hell. You know what I'm saying? So right. like. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, what the problem is, is it just shows you how many people don't fuck with the winner. 
Yeah. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just show you how many people don't <laughs> fuck with the winner. Like, we'll watch the highlights and be like, damn, that's cool as fuck. But I don't it's care. Crazy too, though. It's crazy, outside. too, though, because some of those events are like, because they have a lot of those like X game style events, like the fights and like fuck. those yes. long jumps with the tricks and shit. It's like if more people yes. actually like sat down and watched them shit, it's like holy shit. Yes, and then they got just watching that. And then they got this dude. They got this dude who does curling, and he does curling in like these exclusive ass dunks. Like every 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 event is like some exclusive ass sneaker, and he's on like sneaker watching. We don't give a shit. That's what. Hell yeah, that shit lit as hell, bro. But, but I think, but I think also the craziest thing though is that the whole thing this year is artificial snow. Oh yeah, I did hear about that shit. Like, the entire, like, I think the entire thing is artificial snow. So it's really a winter Olympic. <laughs> but I think this is kind of cool because it'll open it up so that more countries can do the winter Olympic. So it won't just be like. Russia and the United States. Yeah. And Norway and Iceland and England and Canada and other places with snow. Yeah. Switzerland. Hell yeah. We in Ghana this year, y'all boys. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I I I don't know, bro. I think like at the end of the day, like you can definitely make you could definitely make an argument for winter sports being impressive like i love the winter x games so booty you brought up a great point the winter x games is lit as fuck they be having some great events you know what i mean so and honestly don't judge me when i say this i do love the artistic form that takes place in figure skating i can appreciate that like I, I think that is impressive. Oh, no, as that hell. shit is mad impressive. You saw that 15-year-old Russian uh, figure skating like phenom popped for uh, steroids? Yes. Bro, how about this Buddha? Ooh, I got one oh, for you that you're gonna not. like. Did you see the opening round where it was that the couple, um, the 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 duo that did um Joker and freaking um what's the, what's Shorty's name? Uh it was Harley, Harley Quinn. Did you see that? I did not see that actually. They had a whole ice show, bro. Joker and Harley Quinn, bro. That shit was lit. I'm about to watch that, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're like, oh, I'm trying to tell you, Booty. <laughs> Booty's about to watch that shit and then at the end be like, work of art. <laughs> So they're, about to, they're about to announce who's going to get into the Hall of Fame, I think. Oh, gee. They already said it. Ain't um, Hester. D. Hester in that bit. Hell yeah. He need to be. T.O. too, right? Palm Beach yeah. Finest, bitch. The Big fuck? Palm Beach Finest. What's wrong with y'all hoes, man? That way Batman Jones don't ever come out your mouth and say that you was a better. Come on, bro. Come he said on. he was a better oh, what? Far. Was a better return was a better return man than than, than uh, a better return man on what NCAA <laughs> football two thousand and six? Who the fuck? That boy drunk. Damn, Jerry Dollar didn't make it in. He was Damn, Roy Butler made that bitch. Never know they about to get in right now. Come on now, man. My first ballot. Yeah. Be real, man. 
Bryant I'll Young. Yeah. I'll fuck with Jared Allen, but come on now. That boy not about to get in. Jared Allen numbers is stupid. I mean, I mean, he up there in sacks, though. I'm not gonna lie, though. Exactly. Jared Allen's numbers he, he, is actually he, he definitely up there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's why he's gonna be. I mean, you can't not be up there at his position and think you're finna make the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, think, I think he might be t- top ten all time in sacks. He is no, top ten all time in sacks, bro. He might be. Top all right, and all the guy are all other nine of the guys in front of him in the in the. In the Hall of Fame already? Everybody already in the Hall of Fame? Probably are. They Most might likely. be, bro. Why you always why you, you always yelling? Why you always yelling at me, bro? Well, well we saying we don't even know. We saying we might maybe, maybe not. Hey, because hey, Michael hey, real talk. Just got in. Real talk, bro. Michael oh, just got in. We talking. Hey. Oh, real talk, Cliff bro. Branch. Finally, yeah. bro. Real talk. Oh, bro. nice. Real talk, bro. Oh, that's great. You gonna stop yelling at me, bro? I'm just saying, y'all boy. Y'all ain't true. If straight hands just got in, what we saying crazy wow 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 about Jared? Because I can't, because I can, bro. I saw the headline. Right. I read the headline and said, "Wow!" Like I ain't allowed to oh. say that, bro. You always coming at me crazy, I'm bro. I'm just saying, it's called bro. Like, I can have, I can have my opinion, bro. Richard Seymour, shout out to the Patriots. Oh, yeah, sir. Come on, Jared Allen. No, shut up, oh. Dylan. I can say what I want. <laughs> Oh, man, I can say what I want. Big Rich Seymour, man. Man, watch out, bro. Jared Allen was only five because of the Williams is this, twins. Is this Dick Vermeil? You snap. <laughs> yeah, you snap. If the Williams twins were in that middle of that D line, you wouldn't be dead. You snap really hard right there, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. No cap. That's a great no point. That's a, no phen- that's, that's a phenomenal point. No off, off, of that, off of that alone, he's not he's not gonna make what it to the Hall of Fame. Off of that alone. He's Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Somebody gonna listen to this and go be like, they're gonna be like, listen. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna hear it, they're gonna be like, hey, hey, come here and listen to this shit. Hey. Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he played for the he played for the motherfucking um the Jaguars. He lit. Tony Bissett, he was their first draft pick, I believe. That sounds about right. You sound about right, chick. Because you always want Buscelli to be right on some shit. Like, sounds like the first of some shit in the end. I feel like all the first members of the NFL were like all Italian mobsters, kids. And they, shit. Were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> hey, it's exa- you're exactly right, actually. Like, legitimately, like... <laughs> You are yeah, you are exact you are exactly right, sir. Really? Like, come on, son. You are exactly right. Wait, young that's man. it. That's the whole class. That yeah, is the whole yeah, class. Jared yeah. Allen is headlining the class. Where's the big he name? Get in? He's gonna get in. Hey, Jared Allen's gonna get in. Put your ass <laughs> up, bro. He be an <laughs> asshole. Don't. Oh, he's trolling. He's trolling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up. The <laughs> <laughs> boy running the whole shit. Damn. Hey, that's man, like so, that's so like Ronde Barber didn't get in. That's Ronde Ronde Barber not in because Jared Allen ain't in straight up. But Jared Allen in that bit of hey, shut no, he up. Didn't. He didn't that's get like, in that. Like, Jared Allen ain't get in. No, he oh. not in now. Oh, okay, but he was a finalist. He didn't get in. That Tory Holt didn't get in. Uh, Reggie Wayne didn't get in. That means. He got snubbed. Who the fuck? Did, what was the thing's name that you just said? Then I didn't hear nothing just now. 
Yeah, because y'all were sitting there talking. Richard Seymour. So Seymour got in. Richard Seymour got in. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Tory Holt. Damn, Tory Holt didn't get in. That's very confusing. What? Tory Holt been in the wrong time now. Tory Holt is like that. <laughs> Tory Holt been going a while now, kid. Like, right? How is Tory Holt not in the what, what ballad is he on right now? <laughs> yeah, like that's crazy. I mean, that is on his uh, that is second actually, or third. That's actually asinine. No cap. That is like that. Top three Rams of all time? Bro, real talk. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like, that shit's crazy. The fuck? Wait, is Isaac Bruce in the Hall of Fame? Hell yeah, Isaac Bruce is in that bitch. He got in last year, I think, with Peyton, I believe. Yeah, Bruce is in that bitch. They sizing them boys. They sizing them boys hard. Them boys should have been in them. Bro, what the hell? They should have went in together, low key. That shit just Crazy. made me mad. I'm so confused. They should have went in together. Yeah, ain't, no, ain't no cap, bro. No cap. Don't talk to me, that's bro. Not, that sounds like a 2021. That's not like a new WWE Hall of Fame class. Yeah, that means there's. So that means Hester didn't get in. Demarcus Ware didn't get in. Something. Demarcus doesn't Ware. make any sense. That's my dog, but he's going to have to wait at least one more year. Yeah, but I'm saying, but uh, so that all these other names got in before them? Bro, that doesn't sound like a lot of blood money in that. You said Bruce and Nelly. <laughs> and Bruce said, Bruce and Nelly, bro. One person. <laughs> who you said Brunelli? Bro, you are childish, bro. Vermel, you said Vermel. That's an old name. Vermel, come on, bro. You over here saying all the Godfathers. Dick, Dick <laughs> Why they getting there right now? Them boys not. <laughs> do, nigga. You don't see what's going on, Ukraine and <laughs> Russia and all that. What do uh, they do? Uh, <laughs> you know this is helping political power in peace right now. Yeah, let them boys get their little induction, bro. Why are you snapping so hard, bro? All right, work. Guarantee some people that's inducted got got a granddaddy from Ukraine. Or something, Russia, all that, or they're in the mob. Check, check the check the wire transfers. <laughs> uh-huh. NFL been on some bullshit lately too. Anyway, I don't know why y'all surprised. Damn, I can't is, wait for this. Yo, all these names that like didn't make it: Andre Johnson, Steve Smith. Damn, damn. <laughs> because it's because they black. <laughs> Andre Johnson is because he gave the cleanest uppercut of all time. Man. Bro, did he? And he clean, he clean shit, bro. <laughs> they said he had to wait till second time for that. Yeah, um, that alone, bro. You gotta wait. Right? That alone. Uh, they said, all right. You beat that boy too bad. You know, Steve, you know Steve Smith. They gonna come on, bro. They not about to just give him that. Yeah, I feel like Steve Smith probably. <laughs> Yeah, Steve Smith, he's going to have to wait. He's going to have to wait, bro. They don't fuck with him like that, like that, man. Yeah, so just because there was a lot of, just because there was a lot of, like, cross-talking earlier when I was saying, so the eight, the all eight people are Tony Baselli, Cliff Branch, Leroy Butler, Art McNally, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Dick Vermeil, Bryant Young. I just heard three mob names at least. Yep. Sound about right. McNally for sure. Sound you know the, the Irish mob. 
<laughs> Sounds about right. Richard Seymour got in off straight. You know what I'm saying? They had to be like, we had to have somebody yeah. to recognize. Yeah. We got to have somebody in there that they recognize. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations to y'all. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout I out to that, y'all, boy. I give that a few plus. Bro, that class is Buddha, bro. Buddha? No. No, I think we're ready for underrated bars. No, let's talk about underrated classes of Hall of Fame. <laughs> underrated class of fame. Or overrated classes of fame. The fuck? That's 22. So we are. Garbage. Nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. My boy, my boy, my boy Rich Seymour lit, though. But at least two of them yeah. niggas' names. They had one bar on their helmet. Oh, bro, Brian Young? He's <laughs> name. At least two of them people on there had leather helmets. Brian Young was wearing the leathers. Bro, bro this man played from 97 to 2004. Why y'all tried to? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 97 to 2004, he's in the hall? Yeah, what the fuck? What was he doing? Or maybe it was 94 to 2007. Well, maybe one of those shits. I don't know. Man, what the hell was he doing in the league? <laughs> Bryant Young was light at though. He was straight, no? Man, what position he played, bro? I don't remember Bryant Young. I'm not going to cap. Bro, listen to me. Listen to me, bro. <clears throat> listen. Bryant Young was light at. No, what position he played? I'm not going to lie. I don't know who he is. He was a defensive tackle, bro. Oh, my God. Bro, he had 89, he he had 89 sacks and 618 tackles. He played for the 49ers from 94 to 2007. He's a Super Bowl champion, comeback player of the year, first team all pro, three time second team all pro, four time pro bowler. He's in the 1990s all decade team. He won the NFC Rookie of the Year, Courage Award, and he's in the Niners Hall of Fame. Fuck out of here. Rookie of the Year at the tackle position? Tackle. Yeah, he like that. Yeah, show up. When you read when you hey, 89 sacks, when you start, 89 sacks on the deep tackle position is crazy. Hey, when you start reading accolades, you're like, oh, all right, maybe J, yeah. maybe J might be straight. Maybe maybe J maybe J is hard. Maybe thing. maybe <laughs> maybe J is good, bro. <laughs> maybe 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 do these bars, and uh, boy, Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> but you mad? You mad? Because I'm throwing numbers out there now. Fuck, you just got you just got on me about Jared Allen. Throw these bars out there, man. Get your ass up. Look, why if I get mad? Throw some bars out there. All right, bet. We're going to talk about underrated bars of fame. All right. We're going to do Johnny P's Caddy. Even though it's a brand new song, but we know it's going to be underrated bars of fame anyway. Y'all didn't hear that new J. Cole? J. Cole said, I'm the greatest alive. Was that was that a bar for you? It was. No, it was. <laughs> it was for me, bro. It was for me. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. It was. It was, bro. Fuck you. Fuck you. Straight up, man. Always talking that shit. Fuck you, bro. Straight up. That was hilarious. <laughs> Your boy said, "Hey, like, you still I deal with every day, bro." Oh. And then, and then when I come for him, he's like, "Bro, what, what, what I do? What do I do? This, um, this shit right here." While while Nels is still laughing, uh, Mike Vrabel is one coach of the year. 
It was just a question, dog. They're like, they only got to come for me, man. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher featuring Jermaine Cole. Oh, yeah, them boys might be ridiculous. Oh, that's the song I was talking about. Yeah. Damn, that was reading my mind and shit. You know, you know what's crazy is we we thought so, but we just wanted you to say it for confirmation. So thanks that's, for that. We didn't even discuss this. I just had that be on the brain. Damn, that's crazy, bro. And then now is the song that we're going to do. That's crazy. How wow. Life that's amazing, bro. All right, man, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with you. Nels, get your shit together, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> Underrated bar fan. <clears throat> this ain't my story about rags to riches, more about how I mastered physics. In the game, I used to train like Rocky, catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rap a business. I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million. Come easily, no good. Don't be surprised I'll last these. This, it's like they put out a smash, then they gone in a flash. Admit it. And then they make tracks and disses like that's going to add up the digits. They showing fake racks and pictures like that's going to attract the bitches. That was really mean. I had to act in conflicted. Only difference is I'm living and I would have whacked one of them. Who knew that after drug dealing, I'd still be casual spending mil plus? annual income so here's my manual and some and this Eastside shit still in me my ability to turn words to imagery probably the reason they gonna remember me figure me walk this tightrope with the felines agility the streets did so much shit to me i can never live civilly i can never leave the scene without checking my mirrors visually come with that energy because some shit gonna always stick with me they want to know what i brought to griselda i say validity they asking what work y'all was put in. I'm like, what didn't we? Problems that I correct through the obstacles, I progress. Illogical for them to feel they're responsible for our success. Besides Con and West, tell me, who else I got to respect? Because I'm kind of perplexed. It's about time that I got my respect. It's the butcher. Let's go. Crazy. In the interlude, J. Cole says, about time that I got my respect. It's the butcher. Yeah, cold fucking world. Griselda shit, you know what I mean? You know what it is. When I show up, I'm on 10, not 9. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying. Lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying. The real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions. Around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying. Of course I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying. But guns in the drug bars that y'all were lying. Got these nerds thinking that you as hard as I am. But that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying. Stretching the truth. No, I never stress in the booth. They feel the pressure. Me, I feel like I just left the masseuse. Effortless how I'm skating on these records is proof. I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose. Never letting them loose. Cold world. The heat will blast through your speaker. He the last of the Mohicans. No weaklings last in my sneakers. Because want me on the song, he gonna see the wrath of the reaper. I probably go to hell if Jesus asks for a feature. I'm higher than niggas don't need a bag full of reefer. 
Some see the glass is empty. I see the glass full of ether collecting his bread and mass like he a Catholic preacher. Just to count the cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka. Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity. Really? No MC equal. Feel me? Cold pen be lethal. Crib like an old MTV show. Uh, on God, the best rapper alive. Headshot. Now go ask the best rappers that died. They'll tell you he never lied. Cold. Bro, that, mm. that, that mother <laughs> Einstein bar was <laughs> crazy. Hey, listen, bro. Bars galore. Factors. That's all I got to say about that. Bars galore. Jesus. Moment of silence for everybody that got destroyed by that track. I want to go. I want to go. Oh, jeez. All right. So, anyway, is there anything left for, for the good of sports? For the good of life? No. I'm sure, because, you know, all right, sometimes people got shit to say. I'm just making sure we good. Nah, but it's time to the air. Bet that up. Hey, boot up. Yep. Where can they reach us at on email? Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on the gram of Insta? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on that engine that we tweet on? Balls underscore podcast. And what about on the book that has faces on it? Ball Sports Podcast. That's it, cuz. Hey, how many times we've we done this? 218? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. For the 218th time, we are done. We appreciate y'all for listening, man. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast, but y'all listen to us and we really appreciate it. Just keep giving us these clicks and these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this content to ride to and vibe to, potentially get high to. Like, Weezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Yeah. See you later.